oyster, the oyster begins to cover this grain of sand with a solution called nectar to make it more comfortable. And time and time again, this oyster covers this grain of sand, this foreign element that came from afar off, came into its own world. And it sends and issues this secretion time and time again until that secretion has formed a beautiful, perfect pearl inside of a living organism. Not a diamond, not a ruby, not a rock, not something without feeling, not something without emotion, not something without life. So the church is not just a dead entity, but a living, vibrant entity. 1 Corinthians 12, please. In your Bible. 1 Corinthians 12. Please look at this. The church is not a building, the church is a body. Notice, if you would, verse 12 in reference to the church. For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. Now, if you would, please, let's look down at verse 18. But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it has pleased him. You know, I wish God had asked me about building this body. Hmm? I, I, I think I could have helped God a little bit in setting the members in the body. Evolutionist says to us that little knot there at the end of your spine, known as the tailbone, is where your tail used to be. Right there. Now, if I had been creating a body, I think a tail would have been helpful. Think about it, answering your cell phone. You could keep both hands on the wheel, wrap your tail around the phone, and not break the law. Be ten times safer than you've ever been before in all your life. I would have built a tail to fit a Pepsi can. Has your wife ever come home with groceries in both arms, trying to open the doorknob with her chin? And you open the door and she looks kind of stupid. 
And I said, wouldn't you like to have a tail? God put the members in the body in perfect place. In fact, God is so good sometimes, he even put us a spare member. Two kidneys, you don't need two. One breaks down, you can live the rest of your life on one. I've lived my life since 15 with one kidney. Some of you folks could live like you're living with half a brain. You like that, Terry? (laughs) And you know, it's the truth. Most of us could have done that. Because some of the things we've done in our lifetime did not take any intelligence at all. In fact, I don't think kids get any brains till they're about 26. I think that's a super second work of grace when God finally gives a teenager some sense. Verse 27, look at this. Verse 27. Now ye, ye, are there any ye's here? Are are there any ye's here? Now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. Now, Colossians 1 in your Bible. See, I told you you need your Bible today. Colossians. Now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. Colossians 1, verse 18. Got it? And he, Christ, is the head of the body. What's the next two words? Oh, okay. Not a dead rock, not a diamond, not a ruby, not a stone, not lifeless, but a living, vibrant body called the body of Christ, the church. Living. Ephesians 4. Just a minute, please. Ephesians 4. Say, preacher, I've read my Bible more today than I have all week. Glad you came, aren't you? Huh? Now look, look, look. Trying to teach you something. The person, the Lord Jesus, the pearl, the church. Notice if you would, please. Can I read for you? Verse 15. Got it? Now don't forget. Don't forget. Not just a building on 174. Not just a bunch of pews, concrete and brick. The church is the body of Christ. Made up of living, vibrant, good looking, ugly, intelligent, illiterate, rednecks. Made up of us. Made up of us. Verse 15, please. Now look at this. But speaking the truth in love may grow up 
What's growing up mean? Don't mean growing old. It means growing up. Huh? How long have you and Ms. Mary been married, Billy? Ms. Mary, tell me, because he forgot. 56 years. Had no trouble at all. See, her only problem is she lies a lot. <laughs> Have you put up with him all that year? All that time? Love him, don't you? You love Leaning him. Leaning on the Lord. Leaning on the Lord. You know, you can't have a marriage without you grow up. That's for sure. Marriage is not for kids. Married kids should come along after the parents grow up. That we may grow up. That means you don't wear your feelings on your shoulder. First time somebody asks you, is that your nose? You're eating a banana. You don't ask for peanut butter to go along with to make a sandwich. You don't get mad and pout. Grown up people. Adults. Do not react emotionally. That every member. Might grow up into what? Him. It's about Christ. It's not about us. That every member might take their eyes off themselves. Every member might quit being selfish about their time, their talents, and their treasure. That every member might grow up in Him. In what? Boy, that Bible sure is tough, isn't it? Well, they did something I don't like. Well, join the club. People been doing things I don't like all my life. In fact, the devil's been doing things to me this week. I just think I'll quit. By the way, that's what he wants. You quit, he'll quit messing with you. That we might grow up in him in all things. Now notice this. Which is the head, even Christ. The body has a head. See this? You say, it's not a very good looking head. Well, I don't see one I'd trade it for. Because the one that just said that, it's empty. (laughs) Void. Of any care concerned about my feelings because he has crushed me deeply. (laughs) I'll bring you a hanky after a while, but the head through which all is transformed. The head decides. The body responds. The head does not get mad at the feet because the feet took it to a bar and it got drunk and now the head's got a hangover. That we might grow up in him in all things like the head. Verse 16. From whom... The whole body fitly joined together and compacted 
By that which every joint supplieth. I'm not talking about the kind of joints you folks have been smoking. I'm talking about the kind, if you get arthritis in it, is going to hinder the whole body. The Bible says that this body is fitly joined together to its head, which is Christ. That means the head is given the orders. They tell me that cancer cells are healthy cells that rebels against the body. The reason cancer is so hard to cure is because the white blood cells that fights off infection will not fight against its own cells. You know what causes church problems? Is cancerous, rebellious, selfish. Cells in the body that will just not submit to the head. I know you said it in the Bible, but this is the 21st century. Hello, cancer. How's it going where you live? Well, I'm managing to hinder the body. Let's go. I need to quit. I know it's past ball time. That which every joint supplieth. Huh? According to the effectual working in the measure of every part, nothing in this body is useless. God put it all together because every part Help sustain the other part. And as each part supplies the nourishment to the vital parts, the last of the verse says, make an increase of the body, that the body may grow up and mature and do what God has designed the body to do. See, it'd been a lot easier if it'd just been a diamond. Because that means you don't have to do anything. I'm closing. You say, really? Yeah. But our Lord gave a parable of a precious, precious jewel and compared it To the most precious jewel he could find. And when he had found it. He sold all he had. And bought it. Now that seems to me like. Maybe the church. Might be kind of important. And if you do not think it's important, you are going to be as miserable as a cat in a room full of rocking chairs the next few months.
The church is not an audience. There's a distinct difference between an audience and the church. An audience is a group of unrelated people drawn together for a short-lived attraction. A church is a group of born-again believers drawn together by the Savior. An audience is a crowd. A church is a family. An audience is a gathering. A church is a fellowship. An audience is a heap of stones. A church is a temple. Preachers are ordained not to attract the audience, but to build a church. Coarse and worldly men, if you please, if gifted rightly, can draw an audience, but only a man who is given to the Lord Jesus Christ can build a church. I just believe that in this parable, we see the person, the pearl, not have time, but the program. Uh oh, my guys are asleep. And I close with a price. And when he had found one pearl, one pearl of great price, he sold all he had and bought it. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, but Jesus' blood washed it white as snow. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which you have of God? You're not your own. You're bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and your spirit, which are God's. The price. Would you say the price speaks of the value of the jewel? You see, I close for the tenth time. I ask you the question at 1214 today, the 13th of whatever it is, 2012. Why? Why did Jesus pay it all? Why did he leave what he had to come and get what he did not deserve? Why did he leave the ivory palaces of glory destined to an evil, harsh, angry group of humanity that nailed him on a cross and left him there for six long hours gaping and mocking at him? Why did Jesus say, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it? Why? Number one, for your benefit. For my benefit. I think we still need the church in America. 
I honestly believe that we need the church because our children are being consumed by the scourge of drugs and alcohol and social diseases. My soul, look at TCU, what has been going on and the selling of drugs. Tell me why anybody can run a football and have the future that those boys had would be selling grass. Why would anybody ruin their whole future? Why would a famous baseball player just in an emotional uh, climax of his life go out, buy dinner, order drink, and let it cost him between 70 and 80 million dollars? I think we still need the church. I think we need the church. Our families are being destroyed by the devastation of divorce. My soul. You think you got it tough. Try living with ginger. (laughs) Then ask her how easy it is to live with me. We still need the church because our city has been attacked by the monster of moral decay. Uh, Our schools are victimized by the venom of violence. I think we still need the church. We've kicked the church and the Bible out of school, bless your heart. And now what are our schools? You need almost to be armed to go to school. We still need the church because I believe the church holds the keys to the kingdom of God. We still need the church. I believe it still is the place where jagged lives can be made smooth again. Uh, We need the church because it's still a place where those sick with sin can come and be healed. We need the church, bless your heart. It's still a place where captives can still be set free. It's a place where broken can become put back together again. We need the church. Don't get mad at the church. Don't run off and don't leave the church. You need the church. You say, I don't like you. Then join another church. But you need a church. Church is a place where those that are thirsty can still quench their thirst. The church is a place, the greatest story that has ever been told is told on a regular basis. I believe we still need the church. The songwriter thought of the good news of the cross when he wrote what can wash away my sins nothing but the blood of Jesus what can make me whole again nothing but the blood of Jesus I think we still need the church to tell the gospel story over and over and over and over again Andrew was preaching last week at our Christian school. We have chapel every Wednesday. Preach to those kids. We don't teach to them in chapel. We preach to them. Christian kids all gathered about. Andrew preached, gave the invitation. Four of those teenagers got saved. Huh? Tell it over and over again. The wonderful words of life. Tell it over and over again. That's where you hear about the gospel. Yes, the reason Jesus died was for our benefit. I close. 
for his glory. Ephesians 3.21, unto him be glory in the church throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. You can't give God any glory sitting home tonight, sucking on your little baby bottle, watching another basketball game. But you can bring glory to God by being in your place, completing this body, making it a functional body. You say, I don't play much of a part. Did you ever lose a tooth? That you've been taking for granted all this time and now every time you say something, your tongue falls in a hole. Yeah, you're important. Yeah. You just may not be out front. And the way some of our out front is made, we need to turn around. But yeah, you're important. Yeah. You're not a member of a rock. You are a member, a vital member, a member that God, in His wisdom, set in this body Himself. And He put you in here where that pleased Him. And there ain't no way in the world you can bring glory to God missing when the body shows up. We shot a bear out of a tree one night. Every time I tell the story, the bear gains 300 pounds. <laughs> Guy drank about two-fifths of Pizona red wine when we got to the tree. 22 rifle. Shooting at the bear up the tree. Tree and the bear both got mad. Bear was biting limbs off, spitting down the tree, very angry. Comes ooching down the tree, sliding, bringing bark limbs and everything. I'm standing there, scared to death. My head said to my feet, it's time. (laughs) But this one said, I'm going to stay home tonight and watch the ball game. Get off that old stuff. You ain't hurting the body by not showing up. Get off that. You are hurting the body. In fact, if you ain't showing up, you're the only thing that's hurting the body. Because unto Him be glory in the church. Throughout all ages. World without end. And then the verse says, Amen. That means sermon done. Father, today we thank you and love you because you loved us enough that when you found the church, when you found a goodly pearl, one of great price, you did not make excuse. You sold all that you had. And bought it.